baseball season still alive for eight teams vying for a, a trip to the World Series. Uh, it's going to be an off-season of work for the Arizona Diamondbacks. And here uh, joining us on the Arizona Sports Sports Line is uh, the man tasked with uh, building things back up, and that is the general manager of the D-backs, Mike Hazen, here on uh, Bickley and Murata Mornings. Mike, good morning. How are you? Good morning, guys. Uh, I know nothing has been made official yet, but there's all kinds of reports about changes in the coaching staff, which is not surprising uh, considering a 52-win season. Generally speaking, Mike, when, when you're tasked with what you're tasked with this offseason, what are some of the qualities you, you'd look for in, in a coach to, to get this thing back on track? Yeah, I, I, it's, it's a good question. We, are, we, are, we have sort of a lot of those things that we're – checklists and and not not everyone's going to hit all the checklists of the things that we're looking for but there are you know look we 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 pride ourselves or talk about priding ourselves on putting the player first in all circumstances and our goal is to maximize player performance and our coaches worked their butts off this year i'm not gonna it is what it is like it yes we won 52 games and so there are things that unfortunately in this game and personally it's painful because I'm responsible for some of that too, and I've acknowledged that to them in, 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 their, in our communication. Like there's, there are pieces to this where I think, you know, we all need to take our share of what went wrong, um, and, and I have to take the most of that. Um, but being here, it, it doesn't stop you from having to find solutions in certain areas, and, you know, the performances just weren't what they were. Um, or, or, or what we, we had hoped in some cases. Um, and that doesn't all just fall on a coach. Uh, I will just tell you that. But, you know, look, we are looking for people that are going to help us push, push forward on the individual level, guys that are going to add skills to the players that we have um, in various ways. The game is changing quite a bit uh, in terms of what players are demanding from, a, from us as an organization to provide. There's a lot of outside resources that these guys are using. How we incorporate all those things is a huge challenge and, and some of the things we're going to look for. When you look at, because uh, clearly this is not all, all going to be a youth movement going forward, clearly you're going to be signing other players with some experience to, to attempt to, to, to get this thing rolling. Is there a different type of player you might be looking for going forward based on what we've experienced the last couple of years? Um, look, we always prioritize leadership skills in our acquisitions. It's not a <laughs> that that's probably the least objective part of our, as you guys can imagine, part of our job. We ask tons of questions. We go through tons of resources. It's not a perfect. It's not a perfect thing. And 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 player performance as it relates in professional sports to to performance. So you know, leadership unfortunately is is a characteristic that we all value. And for our younger players, teaching them how to win, that falls on the coaching staff. It falls on our veteran players, too. Um, you know, how to get young players to perform in key moments. We lost 30-plus one-run games this year. Mm. It doesn't just fall on the young players. If it ends up just falling on the young players, we're going to lose those games again next year. It's going to take veteran players stepping up in those situations and veteran players helping those play- the younger guys to, to you know, slow the heartbeat down a little bit in the moments where you just need to execute, move a runner, just make contact and, and, and knock a guy in. Um, those are things that, you know, we didn't do a great job of. doesn't just fall on the veteran guys. We are still going to look for those characteristics, though. And then from a skill set standpoint, look, we're still chasing guys that are going to show our young hitters how to grind out at bats. Though I will tell you that beyond some power, um, that skill is a very expensive skill in the marketplace, not just financially, from via trade as well. 
but we are still looking for that to enhance the guys that we're bringing up where we teach that relentlessly in the minor leagues. Mike Hazen, the general manager of the Arizona Diamondbacks, our guest here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. I've always been fascinated, Mike, by uh, the, the, the process of constructing a bullpen because it's something GMs have to do pretty regularly in Major League Baseball. And we've talked to you previously about the, the bullpen this year and uh, how it was a rough spot, both with injury and performance. How much, and this might sound like a strange question, because I've seen bullpens in the past where you look at it on paper and eh, it's okay, but it just clicks. How much is luck involved in putting together a good bullpen? Well, look, I, I don't like to chalk my, chalk my job up to luck, right? Because yeah, right, right. <laughs> and, and then we could all be flipping coins here, but, but I'm not going to lie. Uh, it, it is a piece to it. And, and part of luck is health, right? I mean, we, we, you know, Taylor Clark was our best reliever going into, going into whenever he was in June. Um, and they went down. He went down in that San Francisco series, and we lost him for a couple months. You know, that, that, that is part luck, right? Like Tyler Clipper hadn't been on the DL all year. He got hurt. And he came back, and he was pretty solid for us in the back end in terms of at least that veteran guy that pushes a lot of those kids forward into roles that aren't as critical. I, that part, from a health standpoint, it's not luck, but, you know, yeah. it hits various ways. There are relievers that didn't throw a pitch this year for teams. Um, and, 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 and those things happen year over year. There's just a lot of volatility in the bullpen. There's a lot of year-to-year volatility. You see guys go out there and post five ERAs. The next year, they have great seasons. Yeah, sure. I will tell you, we ask a lot of those questions. Maybe it was a different pitch. Maybe the guy came into spring training a little bit healthier, whatever, You know, had a full season of an offseason to train. Those, those things are hard to put your finger on with the volatility that goes on out there. However, with all of that, it's not an excuse. There are bullpens that can constru- get constructed very minimally financially. There are bullpens that get constructed in a very expensive fashion. Um, those things happen on both ends of the spectrum, too. So we are not reliant on financial might in a lot of ways to build a good bullpen. There are good bullpens out there. You can go add up the salaries that are guys are pitching in those bullpens, and it's not a lot of money. Now, that doesn't mean that's, you know, that's one mechanism. It's not the only thing, but mm-hmm. I don't point to that. And what I'm pointing out here to me is we are plenty capable of having an elite bullpen, and it's not just a matter of who spends the most money out there. And I think that's a good thing for us. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, information out there that would suggest the one thing that, that you guys are short of in terms of the bullpen, maybe even staff-wide, would be the power arms, the number of power arms. Do you agree with that? Philosophically, where do you stand on the importance of having a lot of those high-velocity guys? I do agree with that, but I want to caution in those areas, and I'll caution in a couple of ways. One is the St. Louis Cardinals had the lowest strikeout per nine in baseball, and, and they were a really good team, 190-plus games. I don't think strikeouts, by and large, are the, are the, are the sole um, indicator or, or power, you know, if you want, you want to talk about power leading to strikeouts, which is what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, having fewer balls in play late in games is a certain benefit. Having elite defenders around the diamond that can, you know, that can take those balls in play, turn them into double plays, it's a riskier strategy. Anytime the ball gets put in play, it can get blooped in, you know, all, all sorts of things can happen. That's why we talk about not striking out. So, yes, I think we need to do a better job of adding power to our bullpen. I think we need to do a better job of adding swing and miss in those moments where not leaving it up to a ball being put in play is going to end up beating you. Now, I will also tell you that not walking guys – is also an area that needs to be part of an elite bullpen because, as you, as you know, you're tasked with a two- or three-run lead. Solo home runs don't beat you. 
but two and three run shots do. Yeah. And in a lot of ways, late in games, if you can't command the baseball, you put runners on base, you're going to get yourself into a lot of trouble. And, and so those are some of the things that we're going to lock in on. Now, I, I know this is irrational, but I kind of felt it too, and a lot of fans did anger that you guys did not get the number one pick overall. And I know it's probably not that big of a difference in terms of what talent you might get. But what would you think of that, the, 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 the general reaction to after a season like this, why couldn't we have at least gotten the reward of a number one pick? Well, number one is the rules. Right. I mean, right. We, we, we tied two years in a row and Baltimore ended up in front of us two years in a row. So just be and, and listen, why? Because we went for it in 2019 and won 85 games. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm not going to apologize for that. I, I'm not I, I have to remain consistent in this. Like going into the last game of the season, I wanted to win that game. I, I understand. Uh, yes. Do I, would I rather have the one versus the two pick all things being equal? Anybody would if you're standing there. If you have right. the sixth pick, you'd rather have the fifth pick. Right. That guy gets picked in front of you that you want. Yeah, there's, that's happened to us plenty of times in the draft, and 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 it's and it's a little bit it's a little painful at the time. I, I'm never gonna not. I was pumped up that Josh Van Meter hit that ball. I'm just gonna I'm not gonna lie to you. I, we go into this game every day wanting to win every single baseball game. I don't care what the narratives are, and all I look at it is fine. We need to do a better job next spring and ensure that 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 number one pick is going to be a good player. We need to ensure that the number two pick is going to be a good player because go look where we got Corbin Carroll. Go look where we got Jordan Lawler. Um, We're picking well in front of those spots next year. We should be able to get a similar type player. All right, real quick. um, Are you going to watch the Giants-Dodgers or does the whole thing just nauseate you? (laughs) The whole thing thing nauseates me. Uh, I I probably shouldn't. I, I, pro- I mean, I've watched them enough this year. I think we have a decent feel of their players. I think I have a decent feel of, you know, how they went about beating us um, enough times. I, I'll probably force myself in front of the TV because I can't help it. You know, it's one of those things where you try to ignore it, and it's just like, you know, it's like the telltale heart, right? You just hear it beating on the floor underneath <laughs> you. And, but, but, but I will not be watching it as like a baseball fan. That it, it will be painful baseball. The American League is great. The National League, not so much. <laughs> Mike, right, well, thank you, Mike. Thanks so much for the that. time and the candor. We really appreciate it, and good luck uh, this off season.